Hey guys, it's Melody. Liz and Sarah and I had such a great time last week when we recorded our Getting to Know You episode. Absence makes the art grow fonder that we recorded for a full three hours, meaning that this week's Patreon episode is a real gem. And we want to share it with all of you so you can get to know us even better. Enjoy the show. And we would beseech you to go to patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast and pledge $2 a month to gain access to all of our bonus content from every single episode. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Patreon bonus episode of teach me tiger. I'm worried I won't live up to you, Sarah. Yo, you will live up to me. I know you will. You're hilarious. Can you chew on mic? And very smart. You're in. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Just, can you be, can you overshare a bit? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Great. Hi, Tiger. Teach me, Tiger, how to kiss you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Exciting. I only have two more bites of pizza left. Okay. Liz is going to hang back for a sec. <laughs> I can't eat the pizza because my gluten intolerance. My husband sometimes says glutarded, which is not PC, but it's still pretty funny. I, as a <laughs> member of uh, the community of people with a mental disability, I think I like can mm. I can say that. Yeah, take it back. Have you guys seen, speaking of that, have you guys seen that new show about the guy with cerebral palsy? It's called Special. It's on Netflix. No, I haven't it's seen that. It's so good. He's, and all I do with my life is watch Netflix. Okay, you have so to watch Special. It. It's so funny. Uh, the guy's got CP. He's like 22 years old, young gay guy, cerebral palsy, and the premise is he like gets this kind of dream job. And... And then he gets hit by a car, but like not bad at all. Like bumped into, like just on, tapped, just tapped. a little tap, just a little tap, tap, tap. Um, and then it comes up, and then they're like, "Oh, that's why you have a funny limp." And he's like, "Oh, yes." And so for the majority of the episodes, he's like, he's trying to hide it. He's saying he doesn't have CP. Like he's like, "Oh, it's because of the thing." And but then he comes out, and it's like it's fucking awesome. And as someone with cerebral palsy. And a mild, like I, it's very mild for me, but it affects me. What? Right? I didn't know that. I know. Not, <coughs> most people don't. When did you just? When did you? When, when I was born. Happen? When I was born. So you've known forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's like that's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, because I feel like you are a um, really serious overshare, but not mm-hmm. in a bad way. And so I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like, keep it up, Sarah. Keep it up. I'm like, whoa! How did I not know that well, about you? Cause because I know because 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 why Tell because us why. because 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 why um because I felt a lot of shame around it. Oh. It wasn't something that I thought was like okay. It was like oh that's gonna make people like think of me a different way. Like oh yeah, I, I have cerebral palsy. Like that's why you know yeah I, like I get a limp or blah blah blah. And then watching this show, like, I've been more open about it as I got older. And I just, 
it doesn't come up in general conversation or whatever. But I still felt I would never be like, hi, yeah, I have cerebral palsy. Just tell someone. But then this fucking show, I was like, boom. Yeah, I have cerebral palsy. What's up? You're like, shit. I had it before it was cool. I had it before it was cool. <laughs> I have had it since 1985. <laughs> You're such a trailblazer. I am. Trailblazer. This like limpy trail with a bad leg. <laughs> it's like the worst trail. <laughs> What's wrong with this trail? It's like a one foot and then a just like a dragging a slide. Foot. A like slide, a, yeah, yeah, a slight slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The electric slide is what they, they call that I made that dance up <clears throat> when I used to wear a brace. Mm. So cool. cool. <laughs> Braces on my teeth, braces on my feet. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I wore a bra- I wore a cast until I was like two or something that they would like change out. And then when I was old enough, I started wearing a brace. I wore a brace for a really long time on my leg. Like Forrest Gump? Uh, exactly like Forrest Gump, except not like that at all. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was a brace, but it wasn't like scary made of metal, and they didn't drill it into my bones. I don't think they whatever. drilled it into his bones either. Oh, I just imagined that. No, remember those, that scene where he starts to run and it falls right off. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then he was and running. Then, then he never stops running. <laughs> he pulls a real Terry Fox. Oh, he does. It's amazing. I actually, I know that movie's incredibly problematic, but I fucking love it. Ah, was running. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you sound clip that? Beep yeah, boop. you bet I can. <laughs> Melody can do anything. I'm so happy. You're Is this here. a breathing guard? It's like a pop, pop, pop. Oh, okay, so but if I breathe near it, you'll still be able to hear my heavy, disgusting breathing. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. <clears throat> Fun fact, oh, I'll back on, the, off. on the last episode, Jose's mic wasn't turned on, and so I've had to do a lot of fancy footwork with the editing so that you can fucking hear her, which means you can hear everyone's breathing when she's talking. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, so it's going to be like Fear a Tatooine death <laughs> Darth Vader's. <Yeah. gasps> which is really appropriate when you're talking about childbirth, you know? Like, yeah, you really just... want the dark forest to be with you while you're pushing you that little hell for sure. Hellion. That little hellion. Hellboy. Yeah. I just watched the last episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Holy shit. Is that a good show? Well. Because I've been thinking about watching it watch when it. I see it on Netflix. It's a show. <laughs> Get past the first few episodes that I find are a little problematic, and then it becomes a super ultra-feminist situation that's like smash a patriarchy and that's always fun it's hilarious how much stuff like i've been watching a lot of really old movies recently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so much stuff i'm like whoa face palm oh you can't do that anymore yeah but yeah. i loved this movie still pretty mm-hmm. good but you can't do that yeah don't try to rewatch the office it'll make you cry well, i never watched it in the first place oh really yeah. oh yeah that's super problematic oh, no. but mindy kaling's in it I've been watching a lot of MTV lately. <laughs> Melody, it's not 1999. Well, they have all their shows Isn't on it? the internet. So if you don't have cable, you can just go on their website and watch Trashy TV. Wait, MTV? Dot CA. And it doesn't say that's not a av- video is not available in your area? No. Because that's what every American <laughs> streaming <laughs> service to, says. You go to MTV.ca. All the vids are there, yo. Amazing. I'm on C. I first I watched season two of X on the Beach, and now I'm watching season one of X on the Beach. That's the way to do it. I love watching second seasons first. Yeah, I do it all the time. But I've realized because I, I often realize how old I am. But I'm so old. How that, old are you? Well, all of the people <laughs> on that show, and I've noticed on other shows, they say, "Oh, and you know, I was feeling some type of way." It's like a thing that people say, "Feeling some type of way." It's an expression now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, Melody, we're old. And I we know. don't we People, don't get what the kids say. I People still say, don't know what a fuckboy is. I don't know. I don't understand what a fuckboy is. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Tell me. It's like um a boy know. who sucks. Oh. Okay. It's just a boy who sucks. And like sometimes it's like Does a he boy try and who, fuck people? Yeah, like he pretends that he's like a, a nice guy, mm-hmm. but he's just a fuckboy. But he doesn't try that hard. But he's like Oh but yeah, I'm really nice. Let's have a relationship. Is that what it is? He's like, oh, you're like, oh, he wants to date. Oh, so yeah, but then and, he just wants he, to have sex and say he see says you he later, wants to up. ship you. That's another thing. But there. he doesn't. Oh, that's the ship sh- means date. Yeah, you can say like, oh, I think that Liz and J- I, I would ship Liz and JM or something like that. JM is my husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah like if you're you watching a TV show, you can ship someone with someone else, which people. means you think they should be in a relationship together. I'm shipping ship you two so hard. And you know, another thing, another millennial thing I'm I've just... shipping you. Like, okay, so I watched... I'm shipping you, too. Say, like, when I was a kid, I watched The X-Files. We all shipped Muller and Scully. Muller so and hard. Scully so hard. We wanted them to get together. And yeah. then when they did in the movies, it was bad. Because he was right. a fuckboy? No. Because he's not. a fuckboy! No, <laughs> no. Because it just... You never do that in shows. Bring the two people together. It ruins the tension. Yeah. Right, right, right. right? Remember oh. in The Office? You don't. But remember in The Office? <laughs> it was Pam over. and Jim? As soon as Pam and Jim did it, it was over. You know, you could go on YouTube and watch, like highlight reels of the relationship and it's like set to really slow music and it's like them together and then they <laughs> kiss at the end of the video yeah. aww yeah um so I didn't watch the other this. millennial expression that <laughs> I think is really funny that I only just learned but it's uh, based on an Eminem song oh, is when no. you say I stand someone because remember he what had, does that mean so it means if you stand someone or if something you, like, you really like them you're a super fan Okay. Because it's from Eminem's song Stan about a super fan who was obsessed with him, which came out on like one of his first albums way back when, when we were fucking teenagers. Oh, yeah. so we should know this. We should know this. But now the millennials are like, oh, I stan him so hard. I stand him? I stan, S-T-A-N. Stan! Uh, I stan good skincare. I've heard that. Mm. Wow. Nerd. <laughs> I, I scan, I stan glycolic acid. <laughs> I really like, uh, you know what else is really trendy right now is face, uh, serums and oils i do it look at my face well do you stand them or what you have really good skin i want to do stand-up comedy porn i don't know what it is yet but i invented it one time with ryan when he Wait, was here we talked so about would it. you just be like in a porn but then saying jokes maybe i'm not sure yet because i can't imagine but boom boom like slap no, you'd be so funny people get vagina tingles yeah they get an that erection. tingle that you get like um you know when there's something kind of dangerous and it's like you're um Ooh. You're like, you're like Neanderthalic trying to suck like back up, in up or system. whatever. Yeah. But also, that's the same kind of tingle you get when you're like turned on. Yeah. yeah. See, for I me, know. they're different tingles. They're like, oh, my vagina. Because someone's telling me something awful or like you slip down the stairs is different than the like. I don't get a vagina stuff. tingle when I slip down the stairs. Oh, I get like an ouch. <laughs> I get a cringe. Like, oh, God, what could have happened? Yeah. But you know but that feeling where you're like. <clears throat> doesn't make your vagina feel funny? No. Or like your butt. What if someone like tells you something really awful? Yeah. Yeah. That is why. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, no. It's because it's sucking your testicles up in your body. Because science. There's science stuff Mm -hmm. involved in this. There's a scientific explanation. Right, because you're supposed to like run and they're like, you can't have your internals all jiggling around. No, it's so that nothing can happen to them. So like pre-whatever man, their like shit would suck back up. And sometimes it still happens. Like it's like a throwback. (laughs) Oh, and dudes heard, are like, oh, fuck, where's I've, my balls? I've heard that, yeah. Well, yeah. I've heard men say in movies, like, not really in real life, but like, that scared me so much, my balls sucked into my body. Yeah. I've heard that before. It makes everything go up. And oh. so, like, ladies get the tingle. Because we sort of have, like, some balls. 
Yeah, lady yeah. balls. Lady balls. <laughs> <laughs> again. Never again. Oops, Never again. I did it again. No, Never no again. Eli was a missed vasectomy appointment. Eli was no. a month after Greg missed a vasectomy appointment. No, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and then we didn't miss the next appointment. Oh, so he got that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have such fond memories. We'll move on shortly. I know we're like so off track, but I have such fond memories of being in the grocery store with Sarah. And she was loudly just like talking and gesticulating. Just gesticulating. Sounds like gesticulating a little bit. Testiculating. Just testiculating. Yeah. Um, about how Greg, how (laughs) Greg canceled his vasectomy appointment and now she's got another fucking baby. (laughs) She was like going (laughs) off at like the whole produce department. Everyone was like, watching sarah yeah. and like busting a gut they it were was, laughing we were you? like hey it's true <laughs> right i was like it's like a it's totally true did you know you're pregnant right away yeah i took eight pregnancy tests eight. i blacked out why did you black out because she peed so I, hard because i didn't believe i was pregnant <laughs> and it was second. horrible news wait a second <laughs> did you <laughs> <laughs> No, like right away, like he said, like you knew, like what within a couple of weeks, or like right I knew away? before I missed a period. How I was like a week before my period. How you just knew? You just well, knew no, it was well? totally fucking by accident. I was going around because I just started getting a regular period. And you were because, like, yeah, that's it. I'm, and I'm I was a- like, oh my god, getting a regular period is crazy. Your hormones are insane. Oh my god, do you guys know about this? It's wild because <laughs> I'm always pregnant, breastfeeding, or was on birth control before I started right. having babies serially. <laughs> and then. I went for a walk with Melody, and her daughter was three at the time, and I often dislike spending time with three-year-olds because they're just, they just fucking, they're just wild. Sucked. Just drives me crazy. And I walked (laughs) Melody home with her three-year-old daughter, and I stood in the door. Oh, God, you, like, carried her or something. I carried her home, and I stood in Mel's door, and I looked down at Holly, and I said, this? Is why I'm never having another fucking baby ever again. Okay, I said that all smarmy, fucking look at me. And then I walked my ass home and I opened my drawer in my bathroom to get, I don't know, fuck, floss. Who am I kidding? I've never flossed before. Something. And I was like, oh, look, there's an open pregnancy test package from like 10 million years ago. I'm going to throw it out. And then I was like, you know what? It had like lint on it, you know. Wouldn't it be like, hilarious? I'll just pee on it because, <laughs> like, you're gonna pee on it. If I'm gonna throw it out anyway, I might as well use it. And I peed on it, and then whatever. And then I looked at it, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? What the fuck? Is this a true story?" Yeah, it literally. What she the t- fuck? she sent Justine Cruz Campo. Hey, Justine. Hey, Justine. Um, and I a picture, and she's like. You can get false positives, right? It's like a really old test. And Justine and I were both like, um, no, uh, not really. I want to say congratulations, but I don't know. And Sarah's like, no, 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 no. I'm not pregnant. I thought you could get false positives. I guess you can. I think it's really not very unusual. Oh, you can get false negatives, maybe. Yes. Oh, false negatives. So then I, (laughs) so then I slowly slid down to the floor and blacked out. And then I got up, and then I walked out the bathroom, and I said, Greg, Greg, <laughs> you need to go get a, some pregnancy tests, because I, I think there's something wrong with this one. You know, we need to call the abortion clinic. I don't know. 
<laughs> Greg. Eli, don't listen to this. It's fine. You were almost an abortion. You're so lucky you're alive. You owe me big time. <laughs> and then Greg went and got a bunch more pregnancy tests for me, which I peed on. And I kept sending pictures to Mel and Justine saying like that. Oh, that's not, this can't be right. It's, it's not. You can barely see it. <laughs> and then I got re- I drank a, a two liter bottle, a 1.5 liter bottle of wine. Got really, really drunk. That's that right. Night. I'll flush that, that baby out. I'll just yeah. like. <laughs> then I called my out. friend yeah. Gina. I don't remember any of this, but she told me. I called my friend Gina, and she said I was fucking hammered, and I was just like, "I'm fucking pregnant. I don't fucking care. I'm gonna keep this fucking baby." But <laughs> you must have been three weeks pregnant. Yeah, I was about three weeks pregnant. So probably. I mean, when they're that small, you can't do anything to hurt them. Yeah, I just yeah. I wonder is. when the death threats will come. Yeah. I wasn't even three weeks Sarah's pregnant off yet. The show, guys, she's off like, the show. Don't worry about it. I was probably like two weeks pregnant because I've heard that when the baby, like for the first like two months, people don't even know half the time. They don't even know, and they're, and they're like, like drinking crazy and stuff. Shit. Yeah. So and then, uh, but then after the next day, I was like, oh, the next I'll, day you I'll turned baby. it completely around. You were yeah. just like, it's cool. I'm gonna have. a well, I'm going to have four babies. <laughs> then I was obsessed with having the baby. Oh, yeah, and then I kept nice. bleeding and shit. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to lose the baby. I love this baby so much. I loved Man. him more than any of my other babies what a when I was coaster. pregnant. Because the other babies when I was pregnant, I was like, ugh. He's actually just a really delightful little He's guy. He's the best. He's Do you really know that great. I've never met him? What? I don't think so. He's great. I might have met him when he was a baby. You made him. Oh, yeah. Really nice I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really nice guy. We he play is. cards together. Yeah, no, he's, he's yeah, yeah. We party. Wow, sorry. Party, sorry, party. Do you guys, you guys watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh yes. Sometimes. Do, do you remember Adore from season six? Uh, party, party. I don't remember. Oh, I don't think just, I saw the, all the just, seasons. It's like her tagline. She's always like party, party. She just says party. <laughs> I like the one who always says stuff about her cuckoo. It's oh, my cuckoo, Cynthia. Yeah. Cynthia. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we should ask you questions in case you got to go parties. So. Yeah, party. Right. I Sarah's got a party to go to. Podcast dad has like, got other plans tonight. So, well, I'm excited to get tattooed by you. I can't wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear Many your life times. story. I won't tell you my life story. Well. I mean, maybe I will. I didn't people tell- can't help it. They walk into that room and they just barf it out. I didn't tell the last lady my life story. Was she using a machine? She- yes. Sarah? So it was like this. She was using a machine. We were ch- we chatted though, but yeah. she used a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Hand poked it or like something happens. Because it's yeah. just quiet and they're just like boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Do people get ticklish? Or no, because you're no. hurting them. No ticklish so yeah. far. Okay. Have you tattooed the bottom of anyone's foot? <laughs> no. <laughs> The inside of their armpit? Not Sarah. yet. I I would love to do an armpit tattoo. I'd just like to throw it out there for everyone because we all know Sarah's cool, but I know how cool she really fucking is because she has a tattoo deep in her fucking armpit, mm-hmm. man. It's like the most hardcore tattoo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, because you haven't seen my niece Maisie's tattoo. What, what? She got a fucking armpit tattoo. It's like this awesome, it's like a Sailor Jerry style tattoo and it's just like monster face kind of with like a big t- like. Ah! In her armpit? In her fucking armpit. So she opens her armpit and it's like, Hurrah! it's amazing. And then does she like She's the groom? person I know now. Does she like groom her armpit hair yes, so it looks her. like a beard or No, whatever? but I was like, dude, <laughs> the woman I tattooed today dyes her armpit hair. Oh, I've seen that before. It's really cool. It's super cool. She bleaches it and then she dyes it. And I was wow. like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And she's like, oh, whatever. I was like, dude, don't sell yourself short. That's fucking cool. What color was it? Today it was just bleach blonde. It was like okay. white blonde. She didn't have a color in it yet not yet Mm-mm. cool mm-hmm. oh, she's badass mm-hmm. 
Oh, this the first painting I ever did, I actually sold for free. <laughs> that means gave away. Do you know I have I have um a drawing that you did of a person in a balaclava. Oh yeah, I love that one. I love it too. And you just gave it to me for pictures and I felt Good. really bad. No. I can pay you. Don't You're like, no, sorry. no, just take it. You took oh. pictures of my kids. I've I was- got a great uh illustration of Rosario too. It's like a like a um like a mushroom woman and mm-hmm. she's got like a vag mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. see, which mm-hmm. is cool. I got to frame it. I haven't, I haven't framed it yet. Oh, I That's can see a, a picture. For it. It's, it's I, disturbing. That's why you like it. I love disturbing. I don't even like it. We'll like, get to that because later. Because it makes me feel uncomfortable. I love, I love art that makes you feel like the weird vagina tingle. Yeah. Me too. Me like too. I want art to make me feel something cool. physical if possible. Good. I can see how this person influenced your some of your stuff. It's really cool. The like kind of wacky like line figure. Everything stuff. about it is like exactly what I was like when I started drawing. I was like, Ugh, "This is this even art?" And then I stumbled across this person. I was like, <gasps> "She's are, doing it! Uh-huh. I'm doing it! You it's are a hundred percent as good as this person." Oh, thanks. you're super talented. Okay, well, well, I stand 200, you. Two hundred dollars an hour. I stand <laughs> Let's you. Go. I'll pay you that. <laughs> Perfect. I'll do it. Good. Just not right now. <laughs> Sarah, throw down some advice for someone who wants to be a successful tattoo artist like you. Um, someone who wants to roll in the dough like you are. Like, you're just rolling in it. It's like getting in your mouth. There's so much money. Like, I can ever. see the so money falling money. out of your pocket it's right now. Yeah. Can I have some? Or mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> just let's be clear. I'm very broke <laughs> and poor. Hire Sarah to tattoo Please you, hire please. me. I need to feed my kids. Yeah. So, number one, don't have four kids. That helps. Right. But if you do, that's fine. <laughs> What to do? What to do? Uh, you know, fucking see if there's a cool shop around who would like apprentice you. What about a crappy shop? Like, is it worth it to just tattoo apprentice with like whoever? Do you if think? they'll let you, right? Yeah, it's worth it if it's if they'll let you. If they're not dicks, right? But don't put yourself in a situation that fucking blows, right? But it's cool to at least know. Yeah, it's cool. You'll learn a bit. But I don't know. YouTube exists. YouTube's amazing for make everything. Sure, it like, really is. Yeah. Make sure you're getting clean shit. Like, get a good bottle of ink. Don't use fucking... Don't use India ink? Don't use India ink. Uh, don't yeah. be a dick. Like, get some buy, tattoo ink. Get, buy proper supplies. Buy proper supplies. Buy clean needles. Start with, like, a seven or a five. And uh, make sure everything's really clean. Yes, I, I know you guys talked about it before, but in Kingston, a dude, gave, a tattoo artist, gave someone cellulitis. He was in the hospital for two weeks. Oh my god! And that's just because chunk out of his arm. His workplace, his work space uh, space wasn't clean because the you get cellulitis from like just the bacteria naturally occurring on your arms or okay. skin. Okay, so that's why you've got to like clean. Use rubbing well, alcohol, as you know. Yeah, you like clean the surface of the body. You clean the surface of your tattoo bed. You yeah, just, like the last time I took out a tattoo, like. All of the arms saran of the lamps, everywhere. it's all saran wrapped yeah. and like, it's just everything's like psh, 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 antiseptic. Saran the- fucking anything you're going to touch once your gloves go on, saran it. Like if you're going to use a light, saran it. Yeah. What about, okay, so technical question. When you do hand poke tattooing, the mm-hmm. needles that you order, like what website do you use first of all? I use a website called Econ Tattoo Supply. Okay. Like E-K-O-N? Yeah. Okay. And the needles that you get, are they the same needles someone would put in a machine? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everything that I use is exactly the same as a machine. There's just no machine. It's just your hand instead of a little motor sticking in the it machine. in a lot. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I'm working in like pointillism, but yeah, the needles are exactly the same. The inks are the same. The ink caps are the same. The everything's the same. And the I've soap's been the same. Talking to you a little bit about tattooing because I like to do whatever you do. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I want to learn how to tattoo with a gun. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that you can get like fake skin. You can get fake skin. What else you can, can you tattoo when you're starting? Fruit with? and yourself. Just like pick a leg. Pick a leg. Pick a fucking leg. Don't be a puss. You know, your right thigh, just suck it up. It's going to be covered in horrible tattoos. And then suddenly the tattoos are going to get better and better. And then you can like... see that right now? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah. There's some. It's not horrible, though. Yeah, it's not horrible. There's some. That's with a machine. Six months pregnant. (laughs) That machine would be really tricky. I feel like with hand poking, like I've pierced myself before... With the machine, yeah. I feel like it could be much more challenging. Like I've, because it I've, hurts. I've been thinking. I want to say to you, mm-hmm. can I get a couple of those clean needles so I could try like poking myself? Because mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to practice tattooing. Because the machine is going to be like, <laughs> but in my skin, like how am I going to sit still for that? It's funny because sometimes it's be you tricky. like hit a part and you're like, <gasps> and it makes you like and you fucked have up a weird one line. of my tattoos. Uh, you're gonna fuck up some of your tattoos. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think it. you probably learned this when you were starting out. And also, like, so before I got my last tattoo, every tattoo experience I had, my tattoo would scab up really horribly. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. And there'd be, like, this disgusting thick layer of scab yeah, over the normal, tattoo. Yeah, it's normal, though. No, it's not. Because I got this one yeah. on my arm. Yeah. And I, it just got a light layer of dry skin over top. Yeah. And it flaked oh, nice. away. You didn't get any scabbing over Not the black? Not a single scab. Just like dry skin. And so I was talking to Kelsey, the lady who did my tattoo, and I said, what's the deal? Like, Because I always got that. And she said, she thinks, uh, she told me later. They're going too like, deep. They're, they're too pressing deep, right? too hard on your skin. Okay, yeah. They're well, pressing because way too also, hard. also, like my tattoo from when I was 18, mm-hmm. it's all bumpy. And yeah, that's, that's going too, too deep, deep, right? Yeah. yeah. If it yeah. keloids up. It's like up. bumpy yeah. and it's not like super blowouty, but the lines aren't crisp. And yeah. I noticed Or if with you your, get a blowout, that's yeah. too deep. But with your tattoos that you do, Sarah, like the they lines are scab. super crisp yeah. and they don't scab. And so same, same with thing. your beautiful tattoo that no you got scabbing. recently. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's- so no, it just was like layer of flaky skin that went away. I was prepared for like, whoa, okay, it's going to be like 10 years ago. Like an open wound, yeah, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. awful. And it, it was a breeze. The healing process for this thing wow. was a breeze. I want to go to that lady. Yeah, yeah. Light, a gentle amazing. touch. Yeah. And it's because she said a lot of women, female tattooers, mm-hmm. are have a lighter touch. And yeah. a lot of guys are like, yeah. you know, they really get in there. Yeah. Benny gave it to me too deep. Benny tattoos. <laughs> see, see, I um, I like to use just the tip. Yeah. But a boom, boom, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> nice product placement. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That. yeah. I was just yeah, telling Mel about for the first time really feeling I like ran up the stairs from my studio a few weeks ago and I could feel my thighs and my butt like shake and I fucking loved it. I was like, yes. Yes. Did you feel your breasts like slap you in the face and then your belly button immediately afterwards? Like, no. Poof, poof. My boobs. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> My so, boobs are still too small. Like, tell me something. Why'd you love it? Made me feel sexy. Made me feel feminine in a way that I don't often feel. 
made me feel connected to my body. I think I've spent a lot of my life with like body dysmorphia or whatever it's called. Oh yeah. You, and, th- you uh, think you look a way that you feel a way, but I don't, my don't body doesn't match my brain. Think. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and it made me feel connected to my, like physically connected. Cause I could feel a thing, like cause and effect. Like I move and then my body's moving cause gravity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like good. Like I get, you know, I eat a lot of chips and stuff. So I've been like getting a bit of a belly that's not normal. Like I'm a slight person. I'm right. More like yeah. uh, compact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, sure. Getting like the belly portion. I was like, oh, that's makes my pants not fit. So it's kind of like an inconvenience, but, you know, but I really like getting the weight on my thighs and my butt. So I was like, eh, belly soft. It's a really, it's a really interesting for me to hear that, like from my perspective. And it's nice to hear too. Just for you listeners out there, I'm a fat person. Uh, so you guys were talking about like um, pH, pH, pH and F and F A T F A P H F A P T H. Oh my god, it's like you have PTSD. F A F A P T PTSD PTSD from being F A T. It's not far from the truth. Um, because my thighs touch from the top of my thighs to my knees and have for my whole life. Right. It's just, you know, when I'm going through this whole thing, and I'd like to talk about it on a later episode, body positivity and being a fat person and everything. It's interesting to hear from Sarah, who's like a really slender, tiny yeah, person. Yeah. It's like, oh, I really love it. Because I'm like, I hate it when I feel my body jiggle. Yeah, me too. I don't I like it. I hate it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you're like told your sensation. whole life, fat is bad. Yeah. Fat is wrong. Yeah. And so you should be like lean and tight and like have no jiggly. For the record, I'm moving away from this. And like, yes, body you know, positivity. Yeah, all that shit. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. If you're always hating on yourself for your body, then like... What's the point, man? Like what? Uh, anyway. It's no way to live. It's like It's no way in, to live. Exactly. It's you're like living like, in jail. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, you live in that body. Mm-hmm. So I have felt like that as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like my whole life. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, body? Why? Why because don't I have boobies? Because you want to have... you want Opposite. I don't want the boobies. Oh, yeah. you don't want the boobies. Which oh, luckily right, I don't really right, have right. any. I'm like, get the boobies right. off me. And I think it's important because fat people are such an obvious. Say, like you can visually see someone's you body can, you can is visually different. see that they're fat. And it's it's still okay to be like, fat people are bad. If you're fat, it means you're unhealthy. Like that's still like an accepted truth. Right. Right. right? So say someone who's transgender or someone who has a disability you know, we're moving into a place where we're like, no, this is what you want. And mm-hmm. and, and that's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, that we're like, your body, you can do whatever you want with the body. But with fat people, it's like, you should lose some weight. You're a monster. You should lose You're some weight. You're unhealthy. You're a unhealthy. drain on our medical system. Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Yeah. What up? It's really interesting. My children are all have all really different body types. Oh, yeah. They all live in the same home. They all have the same parents. They all eat the same meals. My daughter probably weighs 40 pounds. She's 11. She, like, if you <laughs> she blow on her, she'll, pounds. like... I don't know if she does. <laughs> she might <laughs> not. Deep. Penny is, yeah. like, just a wisp of a thing. And I was, I like, that in, as like, a, a child. Year or something. I weighed 50 pounds in grade 5. Maybe 55 pounds My jaw just hit five. the ground. I know. I was little. I, I was weighed little. 50 pounds when I was 7, probably. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just what... Yeah, what, it's just what? body types, yeah. So Penny, you could, like, pick up and blow, and she'd, like, float away. L- Leon, on the other hand, is about to turn nine. He's probably close to 90 pounds. He's at least 80 pounds. He's thick as a fucking brick house. Yeah, but like, so is, but, um, so is Greg. Yeah, so is yeah. Greg. 
So Leon's a like giant. He looks like he, a little lumberjack. He wears which, which is like totally great. Twelve-year-old yeah. clothes. He's just not even nine yet. You know, like totally different. Yeah. Your body's your body, and and Leon is soft like he's super muscular and heavy and strong but he's just like greg always said to me like greg's really sportsy his family was eating organic before it was a thing before it was cool before it was cool and greg was like telling me as a teenager like he just felt it was hard because he was so sportsy he was always doing all these things and whatever he was always like soft around the middle and then his family was like, you'll never not be. It's your body type. Don't stress about it. It's not oh, healthy that's, that's to have, nice. like... That's nice that they said yes, that instead yeah. of what the other r- r- is like. You should probably lose some weight. You should probably lose some weight. Because you're mm. fat. And that's bad. And it's bad to be fat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm feeling great. The that's fat that's, that's going great. on my body is making me making feel like a human in my body. People hate hate you when you're skinny too but it's different they do they're like oh, skinny bitch yeah you're, you're fucking skinny yeah. like do you, i always feel the need to explain like if i'm like oh no butter please it's because i'm allergic to dairy it's not because you're just trying to stay thin yeah so yeah. i'm like no butter it's not because i it's i'm not only on a diet like you could put chicken you could put some schmaltz on it or whatever like put some chicken fat schmaltz. Don't just, I just can't do dairy. It's just that. Just no dairy or uh, gluten. Gluten. Yeah. Sucks. And also, like, genetically, you're, I know we're totally off track, Melody, sorry. Genetically, yeah, you are a small I person. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but because you've had issues with your health and you can't eat everything, that's probably another reason why you've stayed pretty small, right? Because mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. like, there's only so many foods you can eat. Yeah. Fast yeah, metabolism. Like, hyperthyroid. Yeah. Hypoglycemic. Like, dude. All the stars align. All the stars align. Um, yeah, okay, body so image is such a fucking whole what a trip. can of worms, man. What a trip. And yeah. mom bod? Like, we were just talking about mom I bod? I know. I just, like, like, ma- I just made fun of myself not this- that long ago. Be like, now I've got a mom bod, whatever. And it's like, yeah, we're going to have mom bod because we we're kids moms. And we're moms. Yeah, and, we like, we're not this whole, like, obsession with, like, bouncing back or getting back to where we were. Like, that's never gonna happen. You're I have never a closet getting full back. Of dresses that tell me every time I look at my closet, you're never gonna fit into me. You should get, get rid of those. The fuck I know, rid right? of those. Yeah, I yeah. just got rid of. It makes so you feel many shitty. clothes, but and I felt really great. Nice dresses. Then, then sell them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get rid of them. I I cleaned out my closet and got rid of all the like super femme stuff that I was like, I'm never gonna wear that. That doesn't make me feel okay. And every time I opened my closet, whether I knew it or not, I had this niggling like. I'm wrong and I should be wearing these clothes. They look nice on me. They look whatever, but it makes me feel fucking like I'm cross-dressing. And I got rid of them and now I have my closet to all my hoodies and my fucking whatever overalls. And I'm like, yay! Your jumpsuits? My jumpsuit, jumpsuit, jumpsuit! (laughs) I've been known to wear a jumpsuit once or twice. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit, a mechanic's jumpsuit. Jumps, jumpsuit. Work jumpsuit. 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 A jumpsuit. 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 Thank you. (laughs) I watched the first, like, two seconds of the trailer for the movie Us. I got to the point where a kid shimmies up a tree wearing Crocs. Yep. And I screamed. (laughs) Ah! You can't climb trees wearing Crocs! 
<laughs> and I threw the phone at my husband and I cried a little bit because I was so afraid. And it wasn't the fact that he was climbing a tree in Crocs that made me afraid. It was that it was fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty scary, but, but there it's was not something- as scary as you think. Like, it's um, good, though. I saw it in the theater, like, two weeks ago. It Was it as scary as the two seconds I thought saw of the... I mean, I don't know. Like, I watch a lot of horror movies now. Yeah, I so, do. So, this is a horror movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, it uh. is, but it's not the same as, like... It's not, it's not like a classic horror movie. Like, it's not like The Exorcist, you know? It's not like a slasher. That shit's scary. The Exorcist ruined my life for a couple of years. Scary. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had a guy... Uh, I was on Mushrooms and I watched The Exorcist. Oh, my Whoa. God. Why, Sarah? No. In grade no. eight. And the boy who was on Mushrooms beside me, R.I.P., he passed away recently. He <laughs> he bit me. Like, bit through my flesh. Why? He was on Mushrooms. He was watching The Exorcist. He was hungry? He like, was had a weird something happening. He just turned beside me. I was sitting up on a bed and he was sitting on the floor. And my arm was there. And he just turned around and bit my arm. Scar? No. Oh. So maybe, maybe that's what this is. Oh my god. Last episode we talked about our, our craziest scars. So that's a fucking good scar story, Sarah. <sighs> I don't have many scars. And by good I mean like really terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you not buy things? Not very much. Because I have a oh, friend okay. I have a friend in Kingston who like doesn't buy stuff. I like things. Uh I you're not have- as into things as me, though. Like, you yeah. have a different relationship to your things than I do. I'm much yeah. more sentimental about my things and, like, nice – I like nice things. Like, ob- like objects and, like – Yeah. Yeah, home yeah. decorating. And, like, you, I don't really you care can kind of care things. less. Yeah. Mm. Which is great because I have four kids and they just ruin everything. Yeah. My dog ruins everything. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. She's the size of four children. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Monster. It was just so big. It's but like having four kids. When you like – <laughs> to have things and like to spend money on things, which is cool. Like, I love that you have nice things. I love coming and looking at all your nice things. They're like, Sarah, don't touch. <laughs> don't touch it, Sarah, you monster. <laughs> Sarah, that cabinet was closed for a reason. Yeah, it's true. She's always like that. It's so awful. So, Mel, who's an artist that really inspires you? Okay. I had to think about this a lot because um, I think one of the flaws in my art practice is I don't like look outside of myself enough. I'm kind of like narcissistic and I think about my own art too much. Oh my but God, I, me too. I really, and I know this is like kind of a lame answer, but I look at artists like Rembrandt where he did some, like hundreds of self-portraits in all different media. Mm-hmm. I find that incredibly inspiring. He wasn't making money off of that. And like, this was a time when you could actually be an artist, work for the court, you know, like or just have like, princes or just have and, patrons. Yeah. Like he had people paying for his shit. He was poor, but it was a different time. He didn't have to pay for internet. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need high-speed, unlimited internet. Exactly. In Canada, so where it's here. expensive. People like Rembrandt, who worked tirelessly, probably eating, like, a gruel and, like, hot ham water for most of their lives. Is that a thing people ate? Uh, it's kind of like an Arrested Development reference. She says something about hot <laughs> ham water. No, smack of or hot water with a smack of ham maybe because i did watch part of arrested development and i really enjoyed it um it was portia i love her she's Rossi's the best in that i need 300 dollars. i'm having an affair <laughs> <laughs> oh portia 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 so these people who would like eat nothing and just like make art like just like vincent van gogh was the same he would just forego eating food just to produce stuff and i'm like no i want to watch netflix well i liked <laughs> I really like to listen to podcasts. I like to smoke pot. 
listen to podcasts and or have TV on in the background while I'm painting. So I'm no like classicist here. Right. Yeah. But I find Rembrandt really amazing. And like they didn't have photographs, man. So he was sitting by candlelight in front of a mirror to do the shit. But while I enjoy all of that like um sort of highbrow, very studied, um, formal portraiture, I also enjoy Rubens a lot. Um Fat ladies. Yeah. 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 I've been called Rubenesque once or twice in uh. my life. <laughs> yeah. That means you're hot. <laughs> I took a course in university on minimalism. I took it with Katarina Theodorellos. Was, was it our- all like people sitting on at white desks with MacBooks? <laughs> <laughs> Although my art is not minimalist, I'm I am really influenced by minimalism in that I really enjoy in art making for myself to reduce it as much as possible to like the simplest version of itself, like the most refined version of itself. So like when I draw with pencil, I draw a lot, uh, like a lot of my work is erasing. (laughs) And so in this minimalism class, you know, it just was really interesting. People hate minimalism. People love to hate on minimalism. But when you take an entire class on it from a professor who's very passionate about it, you come to understand that what most people were doing was trying to like find a purity in art, a purity of form, you know, a purity of like texture and experience. And so you get got people like Marth, Mark Rothko, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. I don't know if you call him minimalist, but he was kind of like in and out of that, right? Where Literally, the experience is standing, like when you get up close to his painting, you're standing in a field of color. And it's the experience of the paint as a color and as a material. Right, because it was called color-filled painting, right? Yeah. So what are the dates that kind of encompass minimalism? Oh, as like shit. A- I didn't think you were going to ask me that. Oh, sorry. I, I don't mean specific Early dates. Early 60s? Yeah. Sorry. That's all I'm looking yeah. for. I'm not like, well, specifically, it started <laughs> with one salon in. <laughs> um, and so there's an artist, Eva Hess, who I learned about in this minimalism class. And her work just like really gets me off. Like, oh. she, <laughs> like she worked a lot with wax and latex and did really... Either like very simple sort of geometric work, but with like very visceral materials and textures, or she'd do things that were like the, the, the grid or the cube kind of deconstructed, like where it looked like really simple forms that were like melting. Oh. So Eva Hess, look her up. I will. I don't know that she's alive anymore. I should have checked, but Eva Hess, E-V-A-H-E-S-S-E. Her work is, um, really, it's, I love it. I love it so much. And I saw some of it in person in shit. Where was it? I think I was in DC. Um, cause there's all the free Smithsonian yeah. museums. I think that may be where I saw it or it might have been in London, England. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the same, right? Cities. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you go to major cities in the world, they kind of all have like a variation of the same art collection, you know, like, well, kind of, got, yeah, because yeah. they all want it. They all want a Rembrandt. They all want to have yeah. a modern art collection. They all want to have interesting contemporary or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But Eva has really like, man, she gets me. But you got to go to school to enjoy that shit. I think. I don't know about some the, of it some of it probably like i never went to i didn't go to art history right like i had one art history class yeah. in my undergrad of my bfa 
Um, and I still enjoy this stuff. I do. And it's funny now that I work at an art history department in a university because I'm like, academics. <laughs> <laughs> what about nerds and squares? Hashtag don't listen to this, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember laughing until I thought I was going to pee my pants when reading a David Sedaris essay because he went to the Chicago Institute of Art or the Institute of Art in Chicago or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. That's where he did his BFA. And he did like a lot of performance art. And he talks about being high on meth because he did a ton of meth. <laughs> and he was like, well, I was going to my performance art show that day and I thought I was going to dump a milkshake on myself and call it a night. <laughs> like his performance pieces were just ludicrous. And like one of his friends who was also a performance artist, who was also a meth head, like built a nest out of human hair that he had collected because he was on meth and had the like patience to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I... Without an art history degree, really appreciated those stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of artists just, like, neurotic people get into art. Artists are crazy depressives. Like, yeah. that's that's it, just it. <laughs> really. Totally. Truly. And I, myself, have struggled with depression for probably since puberty. What, what? <laughs> right? Me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm on drugs now. And we do art. So there you go. <laughs> do drugs, do art. Do drugs, do art, then do prescription drugs because the doctor told you to, and do more art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yes. Um, so it's something that I struggle with a little bit doing portraits of people. You also do portraits, like even your wedding photography on some level is portraiture. Yep. Right? How do you... So people, when they want a portrait, they want to be good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do with that? Because like, for me, literally, I have to paint them a little better looking than they are. (laughs) Like, that's what I or I have to, you know, like, smooth out wrinkles, add a little shadow in that chin, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's no skin off my back, like, it's fine. People don't like the way they look. And me included, like you shot my wedding. And like I jokingly mentioned, I was like, take that off your website, because there was a picture of me laughing and my chins were all like, ooh, like all <laughs> on top of each other. I remember the one. People are yeah. vain, right? Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? Okay, so this is actually a pretty common thing that comes up. And Viera and I talk about it because it, it, it's depressing a little bit because we think people are beautiful. Like you mentioned before, uh, we kind of fall in love with everybody. Yeah. And we think they look great. Yeah. And that's why we chose that picture from the giant pile of photos that we had because we thought they looked like they were having a great time and fun and happy and carefree or whatever, you know? Um, So yeah, it's uh, you're working for people. They are your boss, essentially. And so if they don't like a picture, you remove it, you take it off. And even if it's a bit depressing to do so, because it kind of hurts you a bit because you're like, oh, but I love that picture of you. You look great. Yeah. And you just do that. And so when I'm sorry. No, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Don't worry about it. I had a couple of instances last season, actually, where I was like, oh, man, not another one. I had like two or three people be like, oh, can you? I don't like this one. Can you delete it from the collection? And I was like, all right, but I think you look nice. Yeah. Uh, But I can't argue with them. Yeah. Because they're going to then send that link around to their family and friends and it's theirs. But when I take photos of people in that time when I'm taking the posed photos, I'll just say, okay, hey, you don't want a double chin? Here's how to not get one. Right. Just relax, do this, and then we do it. It's it's like craft, like you said. You Listen, know? back to episode nine, Liz will teach you how to do the turtle. The turtle. Yeah. Picture your selfie, episode nine. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you do. And yeah. you just remember that, like, 
this isn't your stuff, really. Like, once I hand over those photos, even though legally, according to Canadian copyright, they're mine forever. Okay. (laughs) But what I say to my clients is, this gallery is yours. They're high-resolution images. They're yours to download. You can save them. You can print them. You can do whatever you want with them. Because some photographers will only give you low-res images. And then you have to pay for the prints. You have to pay for the prints. I think that is shameful. Some kind of bullshit. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is. (laughs) It's unethical. That's it. Thanks for listening. And as always, remember, it's a jungle out there. Can you sound clip that? Yeah, you bet I can.